Welcome to episode number 120 of the Couch on Ice podcast. We got some big news finally happening in the NHL. Kadri has picked his team, so we will break that contract down and how that team will look. Uh, We got some World Junior action to talk about, a huge upset to cheer about if you're from where we are. Um, But before we get into that, Let's introduce the boys. I'll throw it over to you, Jordan. How's it going? What's new? And happy. I don't know. Uh, not much, honestly. Just appointments, getting shit done. We gotta bring in the car. So that's, that's tomorrow. What's wrong with it? The uh, back tire keeps going flat. Oh, the so it's the shitty. Shitty There's tire. There's probably like a nail or something or something wrong right. with it. And then... She also needs a block heater. Oh. Have yeah, she'll definitely need that in a couple months, eh? Hey? Now you gotta get it installed in Canada. It's a bit different. Yeah, no kidding. Um, she might need two coming from the States to Canada just to keep somewhat warm. Yeah, no, she had absolutely no idea what a block heater was when I told her about it the first time. Really? Oh, she, wait she until she experiences that, that winter. About it, she didn't really yeah. know it existed. Like, what? You need a mini furnace <laughs> in your vehicle? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I guess it's you just couldn't fathom the fact that it gets so cold that your engine needs to stay warm. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna just absolutely love the minus 40 weather that we oh, get for I a whole like week. For people that haven't had experience winter, I bet that first year is just. Hard. Absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, like, just hardcore. When uh, it's like we had guys from uh, Mauritio come uh, and work uh, with us. Like quite a few of them came over from. Well, I guess like lots of guys came from wherever, like even France and random shit. But uh, yeah, no, it was just crazy. Like they're from, well, I guess southern, southeast Africa. I think it was kind of the way it is. Nice. Um, so like, yeah, they they were just fucking cold you could see how cold they were like that was the thing right they were fucking so cold eh? it's just it's just nuts like you can tell that first year was just wildly insane yet they're like randomly see them like wearing shorts and stuff outside and right stuff. Like, like this ain't the time dude <laughs> you can yeah, wear shorts inside all day yeah. a cool, good old like, justice tully he is yeah yeah and shorts every day whack power bills hey because like they're just ripping that 26 yeah. or 25 or whatever hey like probably you know, but no more than just 20 22 they're probably not cranking that ac too bad though in the in the summer so that maybe cancels oh, probably, like, a little bit yeah, because but... it's so hot but yeah, yeah no uh, a girl i work with was from bc and she asked a person saskatchewan does it actually get minus 40 here and he goes oh yeah and she goes, no, it doesn't. And then a week later, it hit minus 40, and she's like, holy fuck, you guys weren't lying. Yeah, it gets, this is the worst. It gets minus, it gets minus 50. The good yeah. thing is it only lasts for yeah, like exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Minus 40, it'll get minus 50. <laughs> yeah. Well, but 40 is a guarantee. <laughs> Maybe yeah, one or yeah, two 50s, 50 but. 
50, you're not leaving your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the day where you don't leave the house. Absolutely. But, besides Canada winters, I'm actually going to tell the fans about my day, <laughs> or my week. I'm not going to go in depth about it, because I'm sure nobody wants to hear that, especially because I think my grandparents listen to this. Um, yeah, I had a very interesting week, boys. So if this podcast is shorter, you can blame me um, and my left testicle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that too upfront? Um, yeah. Okay, well, I essentially thought I was going to lose my left nut. I didn't. Long story short... I saved it. It's just a little infe- well, big infection, but... Like fucking Superman. Like Superman, I am just <laughs> growing on one spot. But, like, yeah. So my week has been uh, go to the cl- leave work, go to the clinic for three hours, get rushed to a hospital, make sure I don't lose that left nut, and then a doctor saying, here's some drugs so you can repair it. So, again, if this ends abruptly apologies i had to run (laughs) so now that that's out of the way (laughs) let's get into hockey (laughs) let's start with yeah very bad transition (laughs) let's go in to jack johnson who probably has symmetrical balls um (laughs) signing a one-year deal with the chicago black of course Oh, with the Chicago Blackhawks. We, <laughs> we absolutely do not know. I should tweet his wife and ask. <laughs> oh, like, here's... not meaning to be creepy or anything, man, but like, yeah, here's this the question. This should be on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to have Wikipedia, give like the red. What's that, Jordan? Okay, on Wikipedia, you know how it gives, like, the list of things, like, the height, you know, right. the parents, where they're, what team Where they're they born. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right under that is where that information is. Yeah. How <laughs> large like, in how circumference are your... <laughs> how firm um, are we talking? How firm. That, that would be, that would be extra. That would be nice. Well, we brought it back to balls, but Jack Johnson to Chicago. I'll go to you, Chase. What are your non-testicle-related thoughts on Jack Johnson going to Chicago? Man, I almost got to find that tweet. God, that was fucking hilarious. Um, somebody said, like, uh, that's how you basically start a rebuild. Stuff like that. <laughs> Epic fail signing or whatever. Oh, signing <laughs> Jack. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah. I uh I couldn't agree more. I think he's definitely gonna help this team lose with his legs. Um he got nine hundred and fifty K though on a one way, so hats off to Jack Johnson, who I thought's career was gonna be way over in Pittsburgh. Um I thought that was the last team that would give him a chance. I was very wrong. Um, Jordan, do you have any thoughts on Jack Johnson? No, I mean, I think you said it best. He's primed to play to help this team suck. I think it'll be great for the team and obviously extra good for him. He gets a decent paycheck and he gets to play, which is fun. I'd love to play in the NHL if I could actually play. 
<laughs> if you could skate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to learn that other than my hands. Yeah. I have godly gloves. <laughs> 99 hands. They're pretty good. Um, but I need to learn some stick moves, and then, of course, how to skate better. Um, that's gotta be that's gotta be a YouTube video for us in the future. Buddy, teaching gotta, Jordan how to skate and recording. You couldn't it. fight yourself out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> this is true. Honestly, I just need to learn how to fight. I think then I could like Ryan Reeves, but can't skate. So you just send him out just to drop the glove. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. that's what I will do. So but a mixture of Ryan Reeves and Corey Perry. <laughs> Say that again. A mixture of Ryan Reeves and Corey Perry. Exactly. It's the best. Uh, just the no, best. Man, uh, somebody would find me. You know somebody would love that in the playoffs. <laughs> so hey, that was finally. It was, uh, it was Dom from The Athletic. He was like, this is an elite tank move. <laughs> yeah. Elite I agree. Oh, it's well, so good. Elite tank move. That's, great for him. Great for the team. That is awesome. Completely awesome. Let's move on to our next player, though. Um, we'll take just half a second on this if you guys want to say what you want. Shane Bowers signed a one-year 750k deal, two-way deal. Um, if you guys want to say more, you can. But my only question is, do you think he can make this Colorado team next year? He's 22. I believe he's a first-round pick of theirs. Uh, tw- yeah, or sorry, first-round pick of Ottawa in 2017, 28th overall. Does this guy yeah, finally make the jump? Deal, I believe. Yep. Does he make the team next year in your eyes? I'll start with you, Chase. I don't believe so, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up being like a, a PK. Or if he's good at PK, maybe he's really solid at PK. And that's his jam. Um, looking just at his stats, I didn't realize he got... Four points in four playoff games, nice. which is pretty nice to see after seeing all these other stats that are not impressive. <laughs> um, so, but looks like he's got decent plus minus. He's only ever been minus eight and minus two in the AHL. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a I tough one. I don't really believe it. I really don't. I don't. I don't think so. But fair enough. I'll throw it over to you then, Jordan. What are your thoughts on Shane Bowers and? Potentially making the avalanche. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think I disagree with that one. I like this guy's game, and I really think that he'd be an, a good addition to the Colorado team. Especially, like you said, when it came to that playoff, four points in, in four games is, is excellent. So that that shows an upside, especially in the playoffs, which says something because the playoffs are different. Honestly, they matter more. They uh, matter more. They Absolutely. matter more. Exactly. Well, yeah, you play on the playoffs and really determine your career. Yeah. The pressure is on. Can you do it when the pressure is on? Yeah, I'd Absolutely. love to see it. I, I, don't, I think there's an absolute chance that no, of course not. But there's always that other chance where yes, absolutely. And I think yeah. I'm going to lean to that side. Yeah. I like his game. Yeah, I think, I, I, think I agree more with Jordan. Um, I think he'll play more than he won't. Well, I shouldn't say that. I think he will play 20 games or more in the NHL next year. Um, he'll get the right amount of games. He'll get the right amount of games. Uh, 25, actually, I'll say. I'll say 25 or more. Because he was known as a defensive center when he was drafted. If I remember correctly, I hope I'm remembering the same player. But I've been pretty high on this guy for a couple of years. And 
I actually just forgot about him this past year, honestly, after he didn't make the team. And they lost their second-line center. They're going to be trying so many new things next year, Colorado, now that we know Kadri ain't coming back. Like, it's wide open. Wide open in that bottom six, honestly, for these young guys to take a spot. And they need that. They need that. So I'm going to bet on him. I will bet on him to play 25 at least or more next year. Yeah, I like that. Okay, if you're wrong, give me a million dollars. If not, let's just not worry about it. I'll probably give you my left <laughs> nut before then, but <laughs> we can... <laughs> Might be worth pretty good money. <laughs> my nut? <laughs> yeah, body parts yeah, sell pretty good on the I'm going to Google that while we add to the next one, actually. Um, I'm going to... Let's... The next name is obvious because it's the only name um, that matters, frankly. Nazem Kadri signing a seven-year deal, $49 million in Calgary, $7 million AAV, which is exactly what I gave him when I sent him to Pittsburgh like a month before a free agency, so that's fucking cool. Um, I will throw it to you, Chase, again, while I search how much testicles go for. <laughs> nice. Um, 500k more than I thought he was gonna, or less, sorry, than I thought he was getting. I was going seven and a half basically all day. Um, so cool that he actually did end up in Calgary. It was uh, one of my top two teams to where he was going outside of Colorado, and I love the fact of him playing on this team because it gives Calgary a real, real chance having three centermen. Instead of just two, um, Backlund does. He can win a Stanley Cup as a third line center. I'll yeah. say it till I, I die. Yeah. Probably his whole career, sadly. Um, maybe there was a year or two where he could have been a second line center, but he's to win a cup. But I don't know, man. I super love this, love this deal. Like at seven million, I, I don't think it's too too bad because um, I don't know. I just feel like Kadri's quite an athletic player already as long as like his injuries don't linger too intensely or possibly re-injures them severely and is unable to or just thinks it takes it a step back instead yeah. of hopefully you know, it's not his uh, being able to at least become healthy again so like yeah man i don't know this is this is pretty awesome for calgary i don't i'm not even really that worried about the last couple no. years of this deal honestly uh jordan thoughts on calgary yeah, all I can say really is what a roller coaster ride for Calgary this offseason. I don't think I've ever seen a team lose their two best players and still manage to win the offseason. Like, hats off to Brad Tree living on that. On the, he was, his hand was oh, yeah. lost and he made a, a full out. That's what yeah. he came up smoke, a, smoke one up for the old tree living. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God damn. He saved his fucking ass. His career was on the line when those two boys left, and he saved his ass with this, and I love it. Yeah. As a Calgary fan, I'm over the moon. The, the best player of last season just joined the team. What could go wrong? Like you said, those last couple of years, don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, uh... I couldn't agree with you guys more. I think this is fantastic. Calgary definitely had an outstanding offseason. Um, and everyone talked about on Twitter that, oh, 
they better or are they worse? Well, I say they are better. And the reason is Mackenzie Weger. Mackenzie Weger brings a different element to this team and a different opening where you could trade a D-man for so, so much if you really desired, like Erasmus Anderson, if that's the guy or whatever, if you want to sign him. Um, yeah, Huberto, or you can do what real people do and play have seven defense, but, you yeah, know, like yeah. people do do that. I, yeah. I know it seems hard for people that's to wrap their head around, but like... Yeah, that Nicholas McColl or somebody might be on the bench. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, it's, yeah. Like, I, I, it's not a bad thing. Like, no, like, no. Having extra defensemen like, is great. If you have a guy that can actually step in and play good bottom-pairing minutes at least, that takes a lot of load off of the guys that have to step up and take the extra minutes, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah no, I, I, I don't really see them doing really anything right yeah fair enough I, I, I was don't. just i was just getting out of like that's an option um if yeah, you wing bringing Uyghur in um and then bringing kadri on top of that was signing um at seven million bucks man yeah. i was looking at eight yeah. i genuinely like i put him for seven for pittsburgh and i'm like fuck that's too low isn't it it's like that's too low and i was yeah, like oh. i thought seven was the colorado option yeah exactly free agency Seven was Colorado sticking it. That's what I thought, and it wasn't. He got the term, though. I guess that might have been the difference. I kind of thought it was... I didn't, yeah, I thought it was seven and a half for sure. I thought that was like as low as he was yeah. going. I didn't think as low as he was going was seven, man. I didn't like the, the fact he signed for seven in a Canadian market makes you almost guaranteed. Several offers were... Somewhere in six million dollars for AAV, like that's horseshit, man. Yes. Or they're fucking all seven or seven year deals for like three or four years. Like to him, what do you know? Yeah, no, I. You know, I, I want a max agree. deal at like seven. Like I want fifty mil, basically. You know, like and what you that's got. a real payment out. You know, like that's a, a. This player deserves this. Like he's been great. He probably will continue to be good. You know, like absolutely. Just come off Stanley Cup. That's another thing too. Well, and shit like with modern medicine and the rehab and stuff we have, man. Like, yeah, guy can get insanely hurt. Look at Stamkos. Like, I think we saw Stamkos again last year. Like, that's so crazy. Like, we there was a worry that was not going to happen again. He doesn't look like he's just crazy slow. Not that he was ever fast, stellarly fast, fast, fast. but like, man, I don't know. I'm just so stoked for this. This is awesome. Like, fantastic. Absolutely. Gonna have to go watch him, Doug. Gonna have to go watch him live. Yeah, no kidding, man. It'll be like nine million dollars. Take a couch on an ice trip to Calgary for a weekend and record us watching. That'd be cool. Yeah, I got a buddy that lives in Reds, uh, so can just hop that squid knot, hit a hit a weekend, or actually, my sister lives in. Yeah, (laughs) I could just go stay with Cass. That's like new stuff. So wild. Exactly. So we could do a whole trip there, but. Um, final question with this then. I'll start with Jordan. Is Calgary better right now than they were as a team to end the season? On paper. On paper? Because we don't know on ice yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that center depth for me takes it over the winger depth. Chase? Um, 
I, yeah, I think so. And I, and I think mainly because of the fact that Kadri will get to Foley or somebody scoring goals. I'm mainly looking at to Foley um, because he clearly needs a certain somebody to kind of set him up or something. Didn't really work too, too well exactly no. with Lindholm and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I like the depth, like you said, on forward. That's, that's so immense. But I look at the six defense when they can play, and I'm just, like, laughing at other teams. Probably. Like, good luck handling oh, yeah, that. Gonna be, you know? Like, Uyghur's been, like, like, basically... Yeah, like, Uyghur's basically been, like, the number one D-man outside. So, number two, I guess, to Ekblad, in a sense. But yeah. taking on those basic minutes as a number Hannafin one. took a big um, role in that last So, year. taking, what, like two, three, maybe four minutes less a game in Calgary that's only going to benefit Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, I think they're better. Uh, I've been saying for years, actually, that I don't really care for the way, as a team, I don't love the way Johnny Goudreau plays. I think he's so much of a liability defensively, and I think he's hurt Calgary more these past few years because they've had to rely on him. Um He's just too one-dimensional, yes. which is kind of weird that, like, it's not like it changed much with Huberto. Like, he's pretty much quite one-dimensional as well. Like I trust Huberto in my own end like, ten times over uh, ten times over Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. The one thing that I like about Huberto is the strength and just size. Yeah. And uh, you get, like, an extra little kick, a box kicked out of that. But, uh, yeah, no, um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, they kind of... Kind of need to do something at forward, but I don't know. You could wait and kind of see how things right. go through the year, and hopefully it's good enough to maybe get a young guy. Yeah, like yeah, like that's the thing. Hey, you got Pelkia, you got Zari. Um, yeah, exactly. Hey, Dubé, maybe he can find himself at least in the middle six, playing with the full wing Padre, possibly. I guess maybe it's maybe an option there. Like you know, like probably not going to be a first line guy the way it kind of looks just because he just in generally looks grittier right but, right um, yeah um i they do a two million dollars in cap space right now so they totally could go out and get one of these cheap options out there a phil castle a, uh evan rodriguez type of player like there isn't much yeah, stastny right. maybe like stastny might look at this team after Kadri and say okay that's a good enough team for me to go to um yeah. which is a possibility so that'd be cool um but Let's slightly shift. We're still on the Calgary topic, but let's talk about the trade that facilitated the money to get Cadres. They trade Sean Monaghan and a conditional first-round pick in 2025 to the Montreal Canadiens for future considerations. Um, I don't know the conditions. I'm going to see if I can pull them up here. Don't. I wouldn't bother. It's literally, it's like a whole page. Oh, great. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's a lot of conditions. It's actually funny. Uh, uh, some dude tweeted uh, the Star Wars fucking start, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It, I genuinely think it's probably the most conditions ever set on a pick, if I'm correct. Holy crap. Well, I'm yeah, gonna find a lot this. of conditions. I'll find this list for myself later then. But I will yeah, throw it. It's a read. It's a read, buddy. Um, I will throw it to you, Chase. What are your thoughts on Calgary having to pay up? 
um, to shed Monahan. Do you think it was a fair pay up and unfair? Um, yeah, I'd, it's it is like basically six and a half mil. Like it's understandable that it's a full first, and it's like conditional to like which year it's going to be, and like I think performance I thought there is possibly I can't remember but yeah I'll have to look at those conditions again but Jesus Christ it, it's it's quite uh heartbreaking I guess you can say but it's something that I was just complaining the hell about last year was like what are you doing saying you're going to win a Stanley Cup and you're just have six and a half mil basically like 6.3 some bullshit um but you just have that sitting there just not doing anything not helping you you're just like oh yeah we'll go for this cup run without six like a six million dollar player like you know who that is on some of these teams man like jesus christ yeah so like i just thought it was kind of naive in a sense um but yeah talk about turning a page here um they made a decision and it's nice to see because he was a fan favorite. Like, people super backed this guy while he was hurt. Like, I was like, guys, like, stop. Like, I understand. I don't hate him either. I, I like him too. I thought he was great. I, when he played good, he did play good. That was unreal. Like, him and Ma, uh, Goudreau really, really found a way. But Monahan now is just, what else do you do? You can't trust what's next. Um, he's yeah. hurt at the moment. Uh, like I said, you got it. Should have done it last year in all reality. It should have been him or Lucic to actually Go. say you were going for it last year. You had you had to should have done this last year just to I agree. have um, that push. But if they did it, if final. you did that and you only had a one year option to get that guy and you only had him for that run, then right. it kind of kind of sucks if that's who you're replacing him with, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like you might have to double pay. It's it's not a. I think it was a good option. Like like we've been saying, and everybody will be saying, this guy's just super good moves all offseason. Yes, yes. Ken Hughes has been fantastic in his first offseason. Jordan, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think, Chase, you said it well when you said turning the page. I think this is really a new chapter in Calgary. We see the the era of Kachuk, Goudreau, and and Monaghan kind of obviously gone, right? Um, Monaghan for me was was definitely a player I loved when he was healthy before the injuries Monaghan was one of the better players Calgary has seen truthfully I would probably say top 5 of the best Calgary Flames um, when you look at his career as a flame all said and done Uh, especially because the fact he was like not going to go anywhere hey, and he was like good at all the random things tipping pucks like yeah maybe not fastest from the start but yeah he didn't he had a thick IQ he was was so sound everywhere that was the thing yeah like that's what I'm so rattled about Shane Mendley really really rattled him yeah Yeah. as for as for the deal I'm a little shocked they couldn't get a 7th at the very least but maybe in my mind it was a bit of a rush just because they were like holy shit Kondry just picked up the phone and said yes or yeah. something right? maybe Cosby was holding out for Lou and the Isles and they didn't give him the offer he wanted or they wouldn't budge on their offer after negotiations I don't know I'm just yeah 
I I like that thought oh. because I, I agree. I tend to think that he was going somewhere else in my mind. Caudry was going to Long Island or Colorado, but Colorado and Long and or Long Island didn't like what they had to move how to move cap. They didn't like the sweetener, yeah. and they probably went back said no, we're not doing it. Like if you're willing to wait till the whole summer, and we can do something later, we'll do it. But like. No, I'm, we're not yeah, paying where up. Calgary was willing. Where Calgary was willing to do it. And they bit the bullet on a guy that I think should have been traded two years ago, honestly. I, You guys absolutely love him. I've had a gripe with this player like my entire life because everyone has said how absolutely amazeballs he is. But he's been so underwhelming every time I've watched him. I know he's good at all the little things. But the way Flames fans talked about him for a couple of years was like, He's a guaranteed number one center, and he's never been that to me. Yeah, no, now, that's, that's yeah, exactly. Like he's that's, a perfect number two if he was healthy. Exactly, I, I, I agree with that too. Because like, yeah, there was a lot of hype on him being like a for sure number one. Agreed, yeah. In he the situation, reason. playing with Goudreau and Kachuk, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it can't. Your, your number two can't be Michael Backlund. It's got to be Kadri. You know, yes. like it's got to be somebody with some sort of quite potency or something like. Absolutely, yeah. and and for his sake, he needed to get out. He needed a new medical staff, clearly, because what Calgary's medical staff wasn't working for him, and that's fine. Like all teams are different with how they approach injuries and treat them. Hopefully, Montreal will treat it different. I mean, their current will get into the injury right after this of Carey Price, but like, we'll see how that goes. Um, they obviously care to do something so hopefully he can come back this season or at some point and play um and come back as like a a real middle six center for a team that would be really nice but yeah i don't know if we'll ever see it but i truthfully would love to as well but i think that is perfect timing to just shift over to the montreal canadians and discuss how Carey price is likely to he will not be ready for the start of the season. That's a hundred percent checked off, and a very likely he does not play the twenty two twenty three season. I'm gonna throw it to you, Jordan, to start because you're our injury dude. What are your thoughts? What can you tell us? Yeah, uh, really fucking sucks, man. Like, I think, I think we're at the point where we genuinely have to discuss, does Carey Price ever play again? Because i starting to lean more and more on the point of, I don't think Carey Price is going to ever be healthy enough to play again, which is an absolutely heartbreaking statement because I'm a massive fan of the guy, as I think the whole world of hockey is. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Chase? Yeah, it's kind of sucks that uh, it was kind of a ploy, probably. Most probably. Uh, this last year or so. Um, he tweaked his tweak, and that tweak ain't going nowhere. Like, when you when you do that goalie move, I've heard that, like, it's just... Like, if you hit it the wrong way or something like that, it, those certain muscles or something, you just... They can't take it anymore. And I, I think that's the situation from what I understand. I don't know. Uh, 
like a hundred percent on that, but yeah, it's probably better to just not do it because you'll just deal with having like a tweaked hip or knee tendon sort of issue and that sort of stuff screws with your nerves, man. Yeah. And your nerves control everything, literally everything. Your nerves, you push, you're out of whack a little bit, nerves, you're fucking, yeah, it's weird. Your body's weird. So, like, yeah, yeah maybe it's a lot more dangerous in a sense than we know in all reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, so, I, yeah. I definitely am starting to lean that way. I'm starting to think, like, this is probably it for, uh, for Carey Price. Um, We'll have Tim on to talk about. I think that'll be a good time for him to be on for the first time to discuss because I'm sure he can reminisce a very long time with that. But uh, what Hughes said was he there's a very slim chance Carey Price will be able to play again without undergoing another knee operation. So that's what it's come to that he hasn't played yet and he has to redo surgery again. Ah. I, I unfortunately think this is the last time I'll we'll see him on skates unless it's with his kids. And I I, I don't want to say it's okay because like it's obviously like he doesn't want it. He wants to play. Montreal fans want him to play. Hockey fans want him to play. But like he doesn't owe us fans shit. He doesn't owe Montreal oh, he shit. He was everything to that team to the league as a goalie um dude just get healthy and walk normal yeah i I genuinely would rather see that than you push yourself for an extra season and fuck it up so bad that you aren't even to run with his kids um so that's that's right where my mind instantly goes um he's 35 we're at that age where we are realistically no we gotta look at this stuff now, with that, and if this is the end of his career, let's say it ends today, he doesn't play another game in the NHL. I saw a couple of people tweet, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I'll throw it to you, Chase, to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he started it. Started goalies getting paid and shit. Yep. So you think he's first ballot? Yeah, I think he would be. Yeah. Now, what people are going to use to argue against is that he's no cops, obviously. Um, I 100% agree with Chase. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer because he carried that Montreal team. That Montreal team would have been teams 20 to 25 every season without Carey Price. Um, maybe not every season. There's a couple seasons where they had some decent teams, but they were nowhere near the level that he was as a team. So... What he did for Canada, that run he made two years ago or whatever. I, I yeah. Hun- oh, is awful. His MVP, obviously, the Vesnas. And an interesting thing I saw Roberto Luongo is a Hall of Famer <coughs> and doesn't have a Jennings, Vesna, or Cup. Now, I'm not discrediting Luongo, but that makes Carey Price a guaranteed Hall of Famer in itself in my mind, and uh, probably a first ballot, just because of, like said, Chase, he changed the game financially Why for goalie. Like, showed you can pay goalies. Well, you shouldn't, but... 
you, you, they can get the money they deserve. But throw it back to you, Jordan. Uh, what do you do? You think he is a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah, you brought up the guy I was going to compare him to, Bobby Lou, my favorite goalie of all time. And I think the reason why I would 100% say yes is because at one point in time, Carey Price was the undisputed best player in the league. And not only was he that for one year, which he was obviously credited that year, but this was a stretch. We got to see Price literally dominate the league the way few goalies have in the past, the way Roberto Luongo did for a little while, the way um, Wesson's Bucket from New Jersey did for a long time. (laughs) Mark Tamberder. Brother, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, these goalies, you remember their names because they dominate the league and they were literally the best. Yeah. Carey Price had his moments in time where he was the best. Yeah, well put. Well put. Uh, hopefully he had healthy carry, honestly. I, most importantly, get healthy. But let's move off of the NHL for a hot minute. And let's go on to the World Juniors. We kind of started talking about it a little bit last podcast. I'm going to throw it to you, Chase, again. Because I'm sure you're just super excited to talk about some of these games. Um... What can you tell us about the World Juniors these past few days? Well, they have continued. And greatly enough, well, I, we got to bring up the first greatest thing. For yes. a Canadian, it's awesome seeing yeah. the States lose. And they lost. To uh, Czechia. So that happened. Not, putting it in, not shoving it in your face or anything, but you lost. Um, <laughs> though we are playing Czechia so they can slap us in the face. Yeah. Which is kind of sketchy. Um, just because it's weird how Czechia's teams in, like, you know, anywhere, really, uh, they just sometimes are just way too good. Just way too good sometimes. Like, yeah. the some games are just amazing, dude. Um, they can just catch that fire in a bottle and run with it. Not that, like... Uh, the U.S. was really doing themselves too many favors, um, exactly, uh, off the old hop, but, yeah, no, uh, so yeah, that happened, the old, uh, 4-2 upset. Yeah, 4-2, that was the final, I was trying to find these games again here. Yeah, it's, um, that Swiss game? Did you see any of that Swiss game? I did, I watched, um, Kent Johnson. good. Ken Johnson's line, I'm pretty sure it was, like, cycled a puck for three minutes straight and then score a goal. I saw that yeah. one. Um, yeah, they were they were really good, Canada. They were so fast. Oh, my God, were they fast. Like, Swiss couldn't handle them, and they played brilliant, though. Switzerland was yeah, it, amazing. Was crazy. They, they got it three goals so against good. us. Like, holy crap. Like... We were flying, too. Like, this is a game where we were great um, and deserved the win, but, like, man, they put up a fight. So, super impressed with them. I am also nervous with Chase about Czechia because, like I said, they're firing a bottle, and, yeah, they. I love their team, actually. Like, I was talking to Kennedy about it, and she's like, is Czechia good? 
I was like, they can be. Some years they're great, some years they're a little below average. It's like, this year they're pretty good. And I was like, I think they got like three guys. I started looking at the team and they have like seven guys who are real yeah, hockey players. Like legit hockey yeah, players. Dude. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it makes a difference when you have that second, third line that yep. can create. Um, have that makes a big difference. Um, it's real key for them for just that extra little bit. Defensive punch. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of a full team. Um, one yep. thing that I noticed when we were looking at the Olympics and stuff was how, how their team is basically like a really fucking good NHL team. Yeah. Which is kind of sweet. And it's like... They're at that growth point where, like, as long as things go well, they should have, like, the best type of world junior team or double I, you know, yeah. like any different type of league. They should team. have a full competitive team where it doesn't matter if you're Canada or the States in all reality. Like, you can They'll give have you a good game. They'll be the Sweden. Lines as much as you want. It's hockey. You can only play, you know, like, it's, it's hard for all of those guys right. to play, like, first-line players when you're playing third and fourth line minutes and stuff like that absolutely yeah i don't know what it is with hockey but like if you if you can find the right role players and everybody fits in that slot and you play the right way you can beat anybody like you're in with the best it really is it's it's crazy so you just need that certain type of talent it's it's the only have it it's the only sport in the world i think where it's not purely reliance on talent team-wise like a lot. You, yeah, like you could not be you, the most talented team by any means, and you could easily beat that team out because of, like you yeah, said, hard, those little yeah. things. So yeah, hard work is so underrated. Yeah, in and, and hockey, yeah. it's hard work over talent, honestly. In a lot of, lot of every yeah, because it, it's not a big ice surface. Like you no. can get anywhere. Like if you could skate, you could get anywhere real fast and disturb whatever anybody's doing. Yep. In all reality, exactly. Right? Um, so. It's not um, like soccer. I love doing was uh, noticing that like the, there was a guy on a guy, and that like I was in a decent proximity, and I'd be like, "That guy does, doesn't know I'm here." Right. And just fucking rip in there. He's fucked. You steal the puck or whatever, you're gone. You know, or you break it up and your guy takes it or whatever happens, right? Yeah, he absolutely. You know, so like, yeah, no. I, just back to Czechia against Canada. I, I I don't think they can pull it off. Old check, yeah. That that Canada teams, I haven't seen yeah, them slip yet. Yeah, they're so like I can I could see them slip in this game, and that could be why they lose. Yeah. So like you yeah. you might have them there. Like just stay in the game is my advice to check you because like we haven't really slipped, and if we do, you might be able to get that one goal lead, and that yeah. that could always just fuck you over, right? So, Absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, I couldn't agree more. Jordan, do you have anything you want to mention about Canada and? their game coming up or any other games frankly yeah no I think it's going to be a really good game I was really impressed with uh, Sukunek or Suchanek I'm not sure how to pronounce but the goaltender for uh, Czechia ah, yeah. especially with his performance against the US so I'm a little a little hopeful that we we don't see the best of them because we have definitely been seeing a pretty good some pretty good performances on his end yeah absolutely man absolutely now Lockyer, I, yeah, team I was just going to bring them up, so I'm yeah. very happy nice. you said that because I was literally just talking about I was just trying to find it because I don't remember the exact um, what yeah, it is. For, captain, I can't remember what their captain's name is, name is here, but he is fucking great. Like, oh my god. 
He's just all over the goddamn place. An absolute fucking beast, man. This team is so good. I was watching them against the, I think it was Sweden or maybe not against Sweden. Yeah, it was against Sweden. Either way, it was absolutely unbelievable how much speed they, like they were a team. Like I was just talking about with Czechia. They looked like they were fucking fast enough and ready enough to play against anybody. Yeah. Like it was just, it was wild. I was like, man, I I've seen Latvia kind of look like this at times, but like this was another I level. Them, I didn't see an off game here. Like this was, these guys were flying. Oh, I haven't seen a Latvia team be this good since 2010, where their goalie stood on their head. Um, yeah. And the U.S. beat us in overtime. John fucking Carlson. Um, <laughs> Latvia were. This is their first time ever qualifying. For the quarterfinals in the World Juniors, so yeah, they hats won their off. First game, hey? Yeah, hats like, off for one. The second against point. The Czechs. Yeah, against the <laughs> Czechs too. That's what makes it better. Um, second point, they lost two to one to Sweden. Now I know we've been talking about how Sweden have been kind of shit for Sweden because they have been. Um, yeah, they've been a little. They've just been flat. They're, they're just so flat. Did not come to play like super web you know they're no. just that extra kick that extra but that's bad on the ice is just <laughs> simply just it's just not there which sucks but yeah. it sucks it's just bad though that means you're bad right now like you don't have that jump it's, hey. a, it's a short tournament um and they are lucky to be in the position they are right now very lucky sweden so i think they should probably be knocked out by now um if they would have fumbled a different way to the lineup or the game schedule, but hats off to Latvia on like Chase said, they're becoming a real hockey team where it's not like, alright, that's a write off like Norway is and Kazakhstan and such. Like it they used to be that and they're not anymore. They're growing, which is brilliant. So love it. Absolutely love it. And I think by the way, to throw in the Sweden versus Finland game, since we talked about Czechia versus Canada, I think Finland will absolutely work that Sweden team with the way they play. They're going to be so grindy, so hard to get knocked off pucks, that Finland team. And they're just going to dismantle that Sweden team if they keep this up. Like like you said, they're so flat. Like, I'm actually so, so disappointed. Because they're, like, yeah. one of the three teams I was most excited to see in this tournament. Like, yeah. I was like, also excited like, honest, for... I hate to say this, because I'm a Wings fan, but, it, like, it's like Edmondson doing some cool things, and somebody else kind of making a move with him or making some plays with him. And, like, past that, uh, a few plays on, and then kind of here and there. But, man, it's... Yeah, it's just not that extra... That extra that you need to actually do something in a, in a tournament. Yeah, yeah, I like I like team. So yeah, I do too. I, I think they could they actually really challenge Canada for gold because I assume that's the gold medal. But yeah, that would be my assumption too. That camel looks pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. Aturati's really like had an emergence again, and just You're... their defense is actually like probably Good. better than I've ever kind of. It's one thing that's kind of hampered that. Organization, I guess you could say that country. Like, man, it's just wild. They don't have the lots of really good defensemen. It's just not plentiful. They always have one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but 
it's Amo Salmi and Emil Viral. Like that's a good yeah that's uh, real pairing right there. That that really helps. That sort of I don't I'm not sure too much about their depth defensemen, but um, yeah, just having two guys that I actually know are really making that sort of contribution that that, that goes far. That goes yeah, real far absolutely. Because you, it's a, like I said. It, you just need a team. You need a team. You only need two, like, straight-up really good defensemen. Yeah. And the rest of the guys can kind of role-play the rest of the game out. Um, and you can get by by doing that. And Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see them in the final. Yeah. And it does. Well, I, I keep reading, is Finland's our biggest rival remaining in the tournament right now. Like, it's definitely not Sweden. Um, over this past couple of years, we've lost to Finland in... Yeah, Finland's got that forward depth pretty nice. They got that hard working like to a T. As every team, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, they are always around. They do <laughs> look like they're playing a little bit different. They're usually pretty conservative and laid back, yeah. and pretty slow, gamey-ish. But yeah, they do seem a little bit hyper this year. Yeah, um, and I've kind of noticed. But yet, like that kind of comes and goes with the players. Maybe. Right. Also, I was thinking, hey, right? Yeah, absolutely. But that is all I got for World Junior News for now. We'll keep you guys updated through the tournament next podcast. Now it is our final time of the podcast where I'm basically going to throw it to you boys. If you guys have anything interesting to say, go for it. If not, figure something out. Uh, I'll throw it to you, Jordan. Do you have anything interesting, cool, weird uh, that you have? Um, I, I have a mock trade that I've Love to, to see it. Love to hear it because I am so, so snake bitten on mock trades right now. I can't think of fucking any. You have the floor. All right. So I'm thinking. Washington might be in on the Patrick Kane sweepstakes. Here's how we offer. Obviously, I want Patrick Kane back at probably half retained. Yep. For Alexander Alexiev, Alexei Protoff, Lars Eller, a 2024 first and a 2023 second. Is that enough? Chase, call Kyle Davidson and ask him if he'd accept that trade. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't know. That sounded like a lot. I'd have to hear. I didn't write all those pieces down. I would um, have to look at a trade for like an yeah, hour and a half. S- s- say it again. Uh, just so you Chase said Protoss is like a first and shit? Protoss, Alexander Alexiev, a good defensive prospect. Lars oh, Eller. Yeah. Lars Eller. A first and a 20. 20- 23 seconds. I'm gonna be honest. I wonder if you could throw Hag- I wonder if you could throw Haglin in there to get the cap out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know you'd be okay with that. Be able to. I'd be okay for with that, that much. Like, I, yeah, you're. It's it brings back the question again of <laughs> what the fuck is Patrick Kane's value? Because like this is a team where 99 times out of 100. They're not trading this player unless it's the blockbuster they need. But Chicago's in a really weird place, so it's tough to say. Now, in a normal world, because that's where my brain instantly goes, and Chicago doesn't do anything stupid like to bring it, um, yes, this is the type of value I like. 
Um, I absolutely adore that Protoss. I think he could be something real special as a power forward, two-way type of guy in the league. Um, Alexiev, kind of in a slow career, makes sense. He's like a B-plus level prospect or whatever there. Um, obviously, get Eller out. That's brilliant um, for the cap reasons. And then the first, like, you're going to be good in 2024. You're going to be still. Like, you're still going to have OV. Like, maybe you sign Kane back. Um. Yeah, I. And then the second. It's who, fair. It's definitely fair in a normal world. It's, I think it's it's definitely enough in a sense for valueish, but I just don't know if I would do it if I was Washington. Like it right. would be cool to have Kane, but like. You're really pushing they, all your chips in if you do up, that. Yeah, like like who do they all picked up and everything, and the kind of the way things are going, like. I feel like it'd be better to kind of hold on to what's kind of happening right now. Um, I like I could see an extra depth defensive move or something like that just to get more veteran presence on the D on the blue line. Yeah, but I, I think trusting the forwards is probably the best idea because you're probably just gonna like this is the sad reality of Washington. They're gonna have to just let these guys walk away. Once any of these guys' contracts come up, basically, they're just going to have to slowly let, like, an Oshi walk away and that sort of stuff. Um, maybe not everybody, obviously, but... Uh, a lot. Yeah, and they need these guys. They need all these guys because you never actually know how good Protoss will be and whoever, right? You know, right. I, I like I like the depth of their prospect pools. There's a lot of guys people don't really know, and I don't really know myself that well, but I do believe they have a lot of depth there. Um, that Alexia, man, I like him. Yeah, I really good. wouldn't want to be giving him up. That's another piece that I feel is a big key to the future. Like, I don't know, I just, I've kind of had these guys penciled in as future assets right. for my team, not future assets for somebody else, you know? Um, yeah. I totally... Like, I'm in the same boat. I would rather keep the prospects and the picks than go for the most expensive rental in probably history. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I have seen that apparently Washington are in. So I wanted to see what our offer kind of would look right. like. Right. I'm 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 in both baskets right now. Um and I I I, I, I get what you're saying, that. Chase, because you're right. They need a D man before Kane. They need a centerman before Kane with Backstrom being out for the first like bit, like they need a hole yeah, to fill. Yeah, they kind of filled that with Strom and hey, like yeah, like sort Strom. of. But if you can upgrade your forward, you're probably looking at someone who can play center a, a little bit at least, because Strom is a wild card, an absolute yeah, wild that. card. He is not certain, and for people thinking he, now, what Chicago did with him was still stupid. But there's no chance that he's a guaranteed fifty plus point guy in this league anymore. There's no guarantee of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it just works with it, that team. Right. Um, but, like, I, I can't help but imagine Ovi and Kane together and thinking how teams will feel about that. And they're going to. How do you stop that? How right? do you stop that? No, yeah. li- literally. Like, I'm, I'm actually scaring the shit on myself right now because thinking about that is insane. Backstrom comes back, or if Kuznetsov is there, who gives a shit? They're both fantastic, um, offensively at least. I don't know how you defend that 
I don't know how you defend the size of Ovechkin, the smarts and skill of Kane mixed with the creativity and passing of whoever that center is. And you could win a cup with that line and who your remaining forwards currently are. I wonder. You'd have to almost get like a grittier fucking center. You, I don't know if Kuzi and Backstrom or even Dylan Strom or geez, all their fucking centermen are the same fucking player. Ovi's uh, big though. Should, so you like, just play Ovi. You almost that. need a you almost need a grittier center to me to fucking play like Nick Dowd. Nick Dowd would do decent between those guys. Doesn't have to do too oh, much. Go so. crash and bang. Push that puck out to Kane. Kane sets him up. Sets Ovi up. Uh, like Love it. Love it. Um, so yeah. I, it I, works sometimes, man. I, I think you guys, that's your, this is our last chance. Let's go for it. Play. That is your, yeah. la- this is our last chance. Let's, let's try and get OV one more cup. If you guys hadn't won the cup in 2018, I'd say fuck the future and go for it. Um, I would say, honestly, I'd consider trading McMichael if you hadn't won a cup with OV for the right player, obviously, um, not just for anything. Uh, same thing with Hendricks, Lapierre. You want a cup, though, no, so you Getting can be more concerned. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a real tough decision. It's really uh, what... Who's the, who's the GM? Who's the top D-man that's possibly available here? John like Klingberg at the deadline. Yeah, like, who's the actual, like, possibly Chikrin. trade for, even? Chikrin. Like, He's still there. Yeah. He's the right. best D-man that's available. I have heard some shit about Chikrin. Where the fuck did I hear him going? That's, that's wild. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprised one bit. I said that, that they need another D-man. I, everyone said like, it. That's a weird, kind of a weird spot for him. But, oh, it's um, perfect. Yeah, who the fuck, what team were we just talking about? Washington. <laughs> yeah, they should get Chikrin. There you go. That's that's somebody who actually could use and need yeah, Jeffrey, you know? Yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, like, I'd maybe give but up. I agree. I'd give up those assets. I think would be ideal. Like, yeah. I'd give up those assets, though, for Chikrin, for sure, because you have that sweet contract for several years, which, which is literally your window. Like, literally, yeah. your, your window is the next two, three yeah. years. So I would think you'd have to turn that second to a first. All out onto that chicken and seeing what that actually fucking yeah. uh, ends up. Who those guys are that they want, you know? Right. Because that's really what matters most of the time. So. It is what And if that's like McMichael, Alexiev, and a first, I might do it. Ooh. Yeah, I'd consider it. It's chicken. <laughs> I'd probably do it. Would you, Jordan? Your opinion matters the most because you're the Caps fan. Would you consider moving McMichael or Lapierre because they're interchangeable, frankly, a little bit better. One's a little bit better. Um, Would you do that for Chikrin? If McMichael was the the centerpiece of this trade or Lapierre, like I said, would you trade them for Chikrin? Would the fan? Feather, yeah, because just imagine that that left side then would be feather, Orlov, and him, Orlov, and the feather, and then on the right we would have the uh, same right side: Carlson, Jensen, and X. 
Carlson, Jensen, and Gustafson, or Matt Irwin, or whoever you want to play on that. Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Trevor Van Riemsdyk. But we've also got Carlson, like Gabriel Carlson. Right. Yeah. Yep, he is left-handed, yeah. though. Uh, plays a lefty. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, wonder... we'd probably have to move a D-man, like, but I, I would like it, I think. Right. Fair Even enough. Even if it hurts my heart to, to let go of one of, like, McMichael or Lapierre, because that would really pull on the hard strings. I love yeah, those guys. Absolutely. Um, I, wonder I think it would ultimately be worth it. I wonder if they'd push for the, uh, like, going higher on uh, stealing the feather. Like, wonder if that's where they would go and be like, yeah, we don't want McMichael. Or we'd be okay with not taking McMichael or Lapierre. But if you give us the feather, in my mind, you know, like, now we're talking, like, just watch, I don't think I let feather go for anything. Oh, hey, how do you, how would you trade him after that year? Like, that's how I feel. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no like, shit. exactly what we needed on the left side, was a guy who is completely defensively yeah. sound. We don't have yeah, any, yeah. any of that on the left or the right. I mean, you could, I guess you could say Van Reems, like, a little bit, but, yeah. like, yeah, he's not he's the same most. way, not to the same caliber. Not the same level. Like, uh, Heather was something special. He was just defensively sound and so incredibly smart. Yeah, I I yeah, I agree. To add to that, right? Not fucking. Deplant, you can really take deplant. anybody away. Honestly. No, the only name I think I'd actually be comfortable moving that's like a real name on this team is like maybe an Orlov for like a real trade. Like that trade needs yeah. to be good, but like. Orlov's been here for the long haul. I think it's it could be finally time for him to right. And he's only got one year left on his deal, and maybe you can yeah, swap. Yeah, a different deal is not a bad idea because that's moving forward, and that gives Arizona an extra chip to take the price down a little bit on Chickering because you'll trade him at the deadline. Isn't Orlov up like yeah this year, this fall, this, year, this right? coming season, this year, yeah. Right? Next next off season he's up. So, I just oh, say this. I just say you still, you still have a good fucking. Still got a uh, year, yeah. So deadline steal on that, man. Flip them. Arizona lots of worth out of it, and everybody's happy, right? Absolutely, it definitely yeah, it should like be. They want to move Chikrin before training camp, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Right. Well, you can still get a Orlov, play him in your first line, and then. <laughs> Trade him at that yeah, exactly. so. However, he does have a five-team no-trade clause, uh, no-trade clause. So I assume Arizona is one of those five teams. Unfortunately, well, that's uh, probably an old contract. So who knows? It changes every yeah. year. You can yeah. update it yearly. Oh, can you? Okay, yeah. Never mind. I didn't know that either yeah, until I listened to Thirty Thoughts. Fair enough. I thought it was set to like how it would be because that would be cool. That would be fucking awesome if you have to pick eight teams cool. at the start That'd of your contract and it just no continues. Way. That would be amazing. That would make the league so much cooler. That would be really cool. For us. That would be really cool. That would be sick. I'm going to wow. send that to Gary. each of those players, so I get why they have that extra, like, you know, I, if it's a real no-trade clause, it's going to be a no-trade to who I want it to be type of thing. Right. So, As like, a hockey fan, I would like to. That, exactly. As a fan, I love it. But if that is all you got, Jordan, I will give Chase an opportunity yeah. to take the floor if he has anything. If not, 
I can end this on something pretty interesting. But uh, I got really nothing. Nothing. But, uh, Nashville holding the awards in the draft. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Next That's year. what I forgot to bring up. Thank you. Uh, the awards in the draft will be held in Nashville. That will be absolutely amazing. That is one of the top five spots the NHL could have picked for both, especially the All-Star game. Um, love. No, just awards. awards or, sorry, draft. awards. That's what I meant. Uh, not All-Star. Awards. It would be cool for All-Star, too, because that's a bump in city. Music city. But... They put, on, they put it on that uh, winter classic. Classic, pretty fucking sweet. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now I have a segment similar to two podcasts ago. We are going to go through on a timer again, boys. Um, and I just need to make sure it's up here. Cool. Cool. We are going to go starting... We're going to give you four minutes this time. I think I gave you three last time, right? I'll give you three minutes. I'll give you four minutes this time because this one's harder. Do I remember what we started talking about at the start of this podcast? That's okay. You don't need to remember that. You need to remember (laughs) years in advance. Um, We are going... I'm going to set my timer up soon because I don't want to give you guys too much time to think. You are going to list every first overall pick in order from 2022 till your four minutes are up. Never. Now, you and Jordan are obviously going to do this together again, similar how you guys did it last time. I am about to start the timer, and you guys can go. Can I cheat? No. (laughs) No, you can't because it's not fun that way. Um, Ready? Three... Two, one, 2022. Okay, Slappy. Slappy. Ding, ding, ding. 2021. Slap copy. <laughs> that was Mr. Power. <laughs> that was Power. 2020. Uh, that was Lappy, wasn't it? Yep, 19. Stumped it. 2019. Yes, it was. Number 2018. Oh, God, man. You said 18? Yeah, 2018. Are you sure? Nope. That's the most cider draft. You sure must be the year before, then. Dude, I don't know any of this shit, man. (laughs) I can't remember any of this. I kind of remember them, just because I like the prestige. I guess it was shitty. Maybe I can figure that out first. (laughs) I'll give you guys a quick hint, since you're stumped. It's an Eastern team, Eastern Conference team, who is still currently not great. Uh, Well, that's got to be Ross with Salim. Yes, it is. There you go. 2017. Okay, so that's Easter. Yep, 2016. Okay, so I was right on Heesher. Oh, God. Mm. I'm a bitch. Ooh. I'm, sh- I'm actually shocked you guys are stumped on this. Oh, no, that's Austin Matthews. Yeah, that's Austin oh, Matthews. No, that's 2015. Matthews. I can't believe Austin Matthews was drafted that short ago. That's so bad. Insane. 
I forgot that. 2015, what do we got? Was that not McJesus? It was McJesus. McJesus. Uh, 2014. You guys love this player. Uh, Especially you, Jordan. I think I'm stumped on this. I might need a hand. Uh, Eastern Conference team who is not bad right now. Not bad. And he says the player we like. Yeah. You guys love him. More lately than early in his career, but definitely more lately. Don't tell me who I love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fucking, I don't, man, I'm so bad at this. Like, it's, I don't know why I can't think of any of this shit. Like, I'll give you another one. He's a defenseman. Yeah, defenseman. Who won the cup? Yeah, it's a defenseman. 2014 oh, was... Uh, Aaron Ekblad. Yes, Aaron Ekblad. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. 2013. That's Nathan McKinnon. It is Nathan McKinnon. 2012. Jordan's killing it. That's the infamous nail, Yakupov. I know that one. Ding, ding. Uh, 2011. <laughs> Chase, you got to get this one. Dude, I don't, I I don't know any. You don't know any? 2011? <laughs> 2011. It's gotta be Nuge. Nuge? There you go. 2010. That was also Edmonton, was it not? Was that Hall? Yes, it was. 2009. Never looked at this in this sort of context in my life. I've always looked at every single draft. Right. It's not easy. You guys have 20 seconds for 09. Give you a hint, he's no longer on this team anymore. That it drafted him. There goes my guess with Stammer, because Stammer's still on the team. You're a year That's early. Also uh, Three, two, one. Final guesses. He's on a Canadian team right now. Fuck, he's a very good uh, hockey player. My guess was Kane, and I know Kane's not right because he's in Chicago. So. Yeah, John Tavares. John Tavares. Uh, John Tavares. Uh, Long Island to Toronto. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or at least I said that at the same time you said it. Yeah, he really slightly. Just one slightly right. <laughs> I will say. I'm a little shocked that Chase you super stumped so much. I didn't think this would be like this uh-huh. this hard for you. Um, I, apologize. Too high, man. <laughs> I apologize. Um, Jordan, hats off. You did brilliant up until then. You got some names that I was like, oh, they might get stuck here. Um, but yeah, very good. You got the next two after it before you got Tavares, actually. You got Stamkos and Kane. Um, of course I did. I, and, I knew they were around it. I like the big names and I like the number ones. It's, it's uh, cool to me, especially when they're good or bad, like Nail Yakupov. Right. <laughs> now, just for fun, because I thought we'd get there anyways, but we didn't. Who are the three players from 06 to 04? Let's start in 06, who was drafted. I'll let you in a hint. Two of them are extremely easy. Um, who is uh, 06? I feel like I know the next two. 
Well, okay. Who are yeah, the next two? I think two? I know the next two as well. Okay, let's circle back on 06. Then who do you guys think is 05 and 04? I think it's, it's the two big boys. I don't yeah, remember. Like, you. Oh, it's OB and then Crosby. Yeah. And then it's fucking... Uh, Who's after Crosby? Was part of the... OB draft. Crosby or the OB? Sorry, OB, OB draft. Year, right, OB. Second OB overall. OB was first, and then it went Crosby. Jamie yeah. McLennan. <laughs> nope. Um, I'll give you a hint. He is currently playing in the NHL today. Has won a Stanley Cup in the past six years. Within that time frame. And should not have been picked first overall in hindsight. Tyler Bozak. <laughs> no. Uh, I fucking suck at this, man. I can't think of fucking Defense, anything man. back. 2005. Won the Cup, hey? That was 2006. Like year... It was. Yeah, he was on a team that won Stanley Cup in the past six years. One of these six years, he won a cup. Now, it could have been six years ago, or it could have been last year. Dude, my brain's off tonight. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you a, a, a better hint. Um, oh, you guys shit. should get this. It is the last two Stanley Cup champions teams, he was on one of them. Okay, so it's... Oh, Perry. Oh, it's got to be Eric Johnson. Then, dang, dang, dang. Oh, yeah. Eric, Eric Johnson. freaking Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Jordan said how he's like, oh, I love these obscure picks, and there he is. One of the more obscure yeah. of them all, uh, at least in the 2000s. But anyways, we will leave the podcast on that note. Um, you guys have a good weekend and we'll catch you guys later and if you're trying to sell your testicle you can get 35k for it bye guys 35k what